How can you earn like the top 5% in roofing sales? Well, in this video, I'm gonna break down first what is the top 5% earning and then explore with you the top five things that the top 5% do. And this is what I've learned after serving thousands and thousands and thousands and many thousands of sales reps personally in watching what they do that separates these high earners from everyday people. Now these five things anyone can do, I mean that. Now, will everybody? The answer is of course it won't because the steps are laid before us, all we have to do is follow. So my goal is whether you're brand new in roofing sales, you find the fastest path to joining the top 5%. Or if you're a seasoned veteran, maybe you need some inspiration, maybe you're coming back into it, you wanna take it more seriously. Maybe you're simply burning out this video is going to help you literally get back on track, figure out what thing you need to focus on so you can join the top 5% of earners. And owners, managers, if you have a team who needs to see this, please share this video with someone. Sometimes all we need is a little kick in the hinder to find that motivation to dig deep and achieve our greatest goals. Before we get started, I want to say a quick welcome or welcome back. My name is Adam Benzman, the Roof Strategist. Everything that I do here on this channel is designed to help you and your team smash your income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. And I have a freebie for you to get started. It's available for free at theroofstrategist.com. Go there right now or click the link in the video description. It'll pop you over to this page and you can download a free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro Roofing Sales Training Video Library sent right to your inbox. All the videos I've ever done organized by category for easy binging. All right, should we get started? The top five things that the top 5% do. First, let's define what we consider the top 5%. So in this, I wanna look at both storm and retail roofing salespeople, and I wanna eliminate the outliers. You know, the hurricane that came through and the guy that did seven figures or multi seven figures in personal income from his sales or her sales on these big events, and just look at everyday roofing salespeople. So what is the top 5%? In my opinion, these are the folks who are earning over $200,000 a year. They've hit the multi six figure mark. And yes, you might be watching. In fact, I trained a company, they have 50 sales reps, and they have quite a number of people, 10 to 12, if I remember right, who are earning over $200,000 a year, some of which they had a handful earning over half a million dollars a year. So in this video, I'm classifying the top 5% is those who are earning over $200,000 every single year. And that might go up even higher. So before we get going any further, I want you to let me know, do you agree, disagree? Did I set that number too low, too high? I'm open for discussion. Again, this is my view of the world. All right, as we get moving, let's jump into number one. And I'm looking down at my notes here. Number one is that people who earn multi six figures are willing to do what other people are not willing to do. Did you hear that? They're willing to do what other people aren't. So when it's a rain day or a Saturday and everyone says, oh, it's an excuse not to work. It's a reason, right? We're getting a pass. Those people are finding ways to work. They're going to say, how can I still make sales? How can I still generate new business? How can I continue to chase my goals? They're using that time to do direct mail, cold calling, working their relationships, working their pipeline, rehashing old leads. They're finding a way to work versus passing off excuses. Same thing on the weekends. They're working holidays. And I know we need to find balance. We don't want to burn out, but they are willing to put in that extra work. There are sacrifices that we must make. And I love what Brian Tracy says. You have to be willing to pay the price. So what does that mean? You got to pay the price to be wealthy. That means putting in the time, making the sacrifices and working smarter. And same thing, if you want more flexibility, you have to be willing to pay the price. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are totally satisfied in a comfortable six-figure income and not working that much because their lifestyle needs are met. So there's no wrong way to do it. You just need to be willing to pay the price for what makes sense to you. All right, let's go to number two. This is practicing the fundamentals. Now, I want to turn our attention to a couple of people I have pulled up here as an example on the screen behind me. And I know it's a little blurry. 
So the reason I want to look at these is I get really excited about watching people perform at the top of their game. That's folks from athletes to chefs, to artists, to musicians, anyone who's in the zone and mastering their craft. And I learned a lot from hearing about the late uh, Kobe Bryant and how he practiced and how he developed the skill sets that brought him to be ranked among one of the greatest basketball players that, that ever lived and played the game. And I just recently listened to a podcast. It was actually on the uh, Ed Milet show with a gentleman talking about Kobe Bryant and what he did when he was playing in the NFL, excuse me, in the NBA. And one of the things that he did is he would wake up early because everyone else was doing two practices a day. He got up early and he went to the gym. I forget it was three or four in the morning to get a third practice in. So he paired tip number one, which is doing what other people are not willing to do with number two, which is practicing the fundamentals. So he added in the third practice when everyone had two, but instead of going there and, and focusing on like fancy plays and all this stuff, he just got in there and said, I need to practice my footwork. I need to practice the fundamentals. I need to practice shooting. And he went over all the basics, stuff that you and I might find boring, but he found deep meaning in it. And he found a, a just unshakable foundation that required no thought. And I, I loved hearing that story. We can also look at some famous chefs like Gordon Ramsay. You remember this face. If you ever watch any of his cooking shows, Gordon Ramsay is one of the most well-known, highly accomplished chefs of our time. And I know he's love-hate, right, with his personality, but we can't dispute the fact that he's wildly successful. And you'll notice in his cooking shows, the challenges involve cooking things that are very basic, like frying an egg, going through the fundamentals over and over again. In many folks, one of the best ways to go over the fundamentals is in role play. So here's my training center. If you, if you have this, by the way, pop in, I made some updates. Pop into the role play training. And before I share with you kind of what's in here and how this works, what I want to share with you is the importance of role play. Why do we do role play? Here's why. Let's break down the numbers. Let's say that you sell 100 roofs in a year, okay? And you get one objection 20 times. That means it'll take you three years to hear that objection 60 times. I want to ask you, does that mean you're a pro? No, it means you got 60 repetitions. I bet you Kobe Bryant had way more than 60 shots that he took every single morning. So how do we build in this same role play? Because going to game day, meaning real world sales is not practice. Practice is role play. In role play, when we do it the right way, and I teach you in here, uh, th this is a training center for teams. I teach you how to do role play for at the door, after the homeowner response, how to overcome objections, how to start the appointment, how to end the appointment. We're breaking down all of the key sales activities or sales dialogues to get in those repetitions. So I mean it. In two to three sessions, you and your team can develop the same level of true to life experience and practice as someone who's been doing roofing sales for three years, but never did role play. So practicing fundamentals and doing that role play is super, super important. And you'll watch right before your eyes following this, the feedback loop that I teach. So we do a short spurt. We let the rep provide his or her feedback. Then we provide feedback. Then the coach provides feedback. And then you go again, you watch people integrate these changes lightning fast. It's so freaking cool. So again, number one, doing what everyone else is not willing. Number two is practicing the fundamentals, which brings me to number three. And I got to give a big shout out to number three here to a special person. And that is assembling your talent stack. So who's a special person to shout out? It's Deshaun Bryant, my, my good friend, Roof Hustlers, Deshaun Bryant, and a fellow mentor in the pitch problem movement. What I love about Deshaun is he's so focused on developing his talent stack, his unique set of talents. And he spe speaks quite openly, especially in the pitch problem movement. In his sessions, he speaks openly about 
finding resources outside the roofing industry. So it's more than just sales. It's more than just roofing. Our talent stack is all the unique capabilities that we develop over the years. So on a talent stack, it's things like sales, closing, leads, communication, conflict resolution, time management, systems thinking, self-reflection, organization, psychology, all these different tools that come together to create your talent stack. And all of the multi-six-figure earners that I work with are so keen on developing skill sets outside of sales and outside of roofing. The three that I highlighted here that I've found to be the most important, by the way, is communication skills, time management skills, and then systems thinking. And systems thinking is the ability for you to quickly audit what's going on how much stuff is on your plate and operationally streamline it and think really intelligently about how you can continue to grow. And it's not a skill set that everybody has. So we need to learn, we need to train ourselves how to think. All right. We need to think how to think. And and the top 5% is just really, really, really successful at that. All right. Which brings us to number four. Number four is that the top 5%, they gamify their growth. Now, what do I mean by gamify growth? They'll look at a number and say, I have two ways to sell. I can make more sales or earn more per customer. And they're going to think about, all right, make more sales. What's the easier way to do it? I don't want to go out knocking doors. I want to work more referrals. I want to work more direct mail. I'm going to work my installs. They're going to be strategically smarter about their decisions. Or they're going to say, hey, I want to earn more per customer. So they might look at two neighborhoods with equal sales opportunity and see that this one's got about 27 square roofs, 30 square roofs on average, and this one's 35 square square roofs on average. And even though it's only, you know, a few squares difference, if you sell a hundred roofs and it's five to seven square difference, that five to seven hundred squares adds up a lot to your bottom line, to the profit in your pocket, the commission in your bank. So gamifying growth and also looking at it as personal development in disguise. How do I get better at communication, system thinking, developing my talent stack where they're strategically pinpointing their areas of growth and opportunity. All right. And that brings us to number five. That is being a perpetual student, being a forever student, eager to learn, eager to soak it up. In fact, we were just on the Pitch Pro movement this morning and shared another shout out to Deshaun. I learned this on how he runs his Pitch Pro movement sessions. And by the way, you can join both Deshaun and I and John Cenac and uh, Jim Aline inside the Pitch Pro movement. There's a link below. But Deshaun starts off the sessions. What do you want to stop doing? What do you want to start doing and what do you want to keep doing? And what I keep hearing from folks, and I heard it today twice, is keep doing. I want to keep studying. I want to be a forever student. And someone else shared that they wanted to stop watching the news. And I said, hey, one of the things I've done is I just upgraded my Audible account to the prepay of the 24 titles and the habit of watching the news in the morning, I simply replace with audiobooks. And now I finish an audiobook, you know, three to five days generally, and then I can be on to the next one. And then I'm also reading at night. So finding ways to continually be a sponge. And funny enough, I ran a training for a company. I, I met with uh, their, the team, their highest performers. There's about seven of them there. And they were all earning between a quarter million and a little over a half million per year of income from roofing sales. And I'm sitting here thinking, these are the, the guys and gals who are going to be in the back of the room doing the classic, teach me something. Uh, boy, oh boy, was I wrong. These top earners, they have their notepads full, chock full of notes. Jason, by the way, shout out Jason, sent me a text saying he couldn't believe after training that these, these guys were just soaking it up. Why? Because they're smart, perpetual learners that wanted to find the one or the two little opportunities. So in closing, how do we bring all this together? What we bring it together is we realize this really powerful truth. And it's that our greatest threat, which I'm going to use right here. This is your greatest threat. Your greatest threat is the exact same thing as your greatest opportunity. It took me a long time to figure this out. So what am I talking about? This one here, this threat, your greatest threat is what you do not know. 
In other words, a lack of knowledge. What you don't know is what gets you into trouble or scary situations. But on the other side, what you don't know yet is also your greatest opportunity because I said the word yet. It's what you discover that becomes the foundation for just totally wild growth. And I'll give you an example. Imagine you run 50 sales appointments in a year and you can't one call close to save your life. So that's going to require every visit, two or three visits to the home, which burns up all this time. But the minute that you learn, boom, to close on a one call close, those 50 appointments you run take a third less time, meaning you freed up almost 70%, 75% of your time. On the low end, say it's 30%, which means the same effort here, this effort, before you learn it is going to yield an output that's similar versus same effort. You learn this new stuff. You start closing deals left and right. And now that exact same effort, you earn more money. You maximize the output from your inputs. And that's why it is so important for us to continually learn. And I'm really glad to have you here because it tells me that you want to keep doing this. So there you have it. The five different things that the top 5% of earners do. So I want to hear from you. Which one do you need to work on the most? Do me a favor, have some group accountability, be vulnerable and post a comment right now saying, I am going to work on this. Pick which one will help you move the needle the most. Hey, that's all for today's video. Thanks for joining me. And just because our time here is about to wrap up doesn't mean your and my time has to. If you haven't yet done it, I want you to click right here to get a free copy of my Pitch Like a Pro roofing sales training video library sent right to your inbox. Or if you're into using the roofing industry to make a boatload of money, click right here into this playlist. I think you'll really love it. And I will see you on the next one. Hey, don't go anywhere just quite yet. This episode has come to a close, but I do have just a couple things for you. First, I want to thank you for listening to the Roof Strategist podcast, and I'd love to ask you a favor. Can you help me out here? Give a review to the podcast wherever it is that you stream. This helps the podcast grow, get in more people's ears, and help people smash their income goal and give every customer an amazing experience. So good, bad, otherwise, I do keep an eye on these and I wanna help, and I do look for video and podcast suggestions. Second, you might be interested in a product or a program to help you grow your business, grow your sales, and achieve, or better yet, smash your income goals, and I'd be honored to help. Many folks don't know where to start, and I wanna simplify it for you. The best place for you to get started is with my all-in-one sales training, sales strategy, and sales system that I call the Roofing Sales Success Formula. And I will take you through everything you need to know from knock to close in a lightning fast nine and a half hours, whether that's for you, the individual sales rep, or as the standard training for teams. And there's a reason that it's being used by thousands of reps in the field as we speak, including some of the top 100 roofing companies in America. Now, if you are looking for some more ongoing help and support and really looking to fine tune your infinite game in sales and business, I invite you to join me and my fellow mentors, John Cenac, Deshaun Bryant, Matt Mulholland, and Jim Aline inside the Pitch Pro movement. Listen, there's links in the podcast description that will walk you through everything and direct you to those websites. But if you do want to chat with my team or with me, you can call or text 303-222-7133. That's 303 303- 222-7133. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.